This is CliffCentral.com. Fashion Lab on CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab Africa. My name is Lisa Gumbo Regis for your host and thank you for tuning in. Now this is where we hold it down. We dissect the business behind fashion in Africa and obviously touch base with the rest of the world to make sure that we can smile to the bank a bit more and also have time to relax because we all know. There's no relaxing in this game. This is not for the faint hearted do. Anyway, on today's show, we're discussing our topic around fashion week. We're talking about the past, the present and the future. What does it actually mean to you? What does it mean to the fashion world today? You as a fashion brand, what does fashion week mean to you? You as a fashion consumer who's a fashion lover, who's like literally on the next time something drops on the runway, you're literally on it. Within 24 hours What does Fashion Week mean to you? So we are joined uh, by very special guests Who uh, are sitting with us in studio And I'll be introducing them shortly But I just want to go ahead and introduce my other uh, The other two culprits So we've got definitely Edgy Benson uh, With his Echoes from New York Joining us on the show today Edgy, welcome to the show Hi Liz, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, how are you? <laughs> Good we were just talking about fashion not being for the faint-hearted. And then uh-huh, said, it's not for the faint-hearted, though. If you are having a faint heart, you'll have a heart attack. You, can, you cannot be in this industry. This is for the people who are ready to just take it and run with it. I'm telling you, sleepless nights, who, who, calling, what, 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 and what, uh, what, what, and all of that. But, yes, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Before we go further, what are you wearing and what? who made your clothes? Let's just get to them. Today I'm really, really simple. Um, well, I know everybody's gonna guess that I'm wearing these old jeans. Yeah, but um, but please don't make okay. me. I did not guess, so be creative, Edgy. Please, we are starting to get tired. Tired. If did, did you get the <laughs> deal? Wait, to... wait, wait. Did you get the deal from Diesel? Are you officially not the yet, ambassador? I, I'm working on it. No, now. if you're not, then I'm we are not. No, no, no. Then we are not wearing Diesel. Please, I beg. Anything else? Well, I have on a unique little T-shirt. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm being really, I'm being frank though. I'm having a unique little T-shirt, and um, we have to. It's seven. It's eight o'clock in the morning, and I just finished working with China. So yes, I'm being very comfortable. A unique little T-shirt <laughs> and a pair of really tight skinnies. All right, and you just make sure they're not so tight because we're all on the street, you know. <laughs> That's the thing with the tight stuff. I mean, it's getting so tight that I've been looking around and I'm like, my God, can these guys like, can they just get one size bigger? I mean, we're the ones who wear those things as tight as we do. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> well, it was the closest one to me when I woke up. Okay, well, Edgy, we love you either way. I, like <laughs> I said, I just don't want to hear any more Diesel on this show until you get a deal with Diesel. And so, <laughs> Diesel, is, Diesel if you're listening, yes, if you're listening, Diesel, please help. Otherwise, no more Diesel. <laughs> and we are also we are also joined by our special contributor on the show, Francisca Marzilli, all the way from Lisbon with her Echoes Hi, from Liz. Europe. Welcome to the show, Francisca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Who are you wearing and what made your clothes? I'm laughing. I'm feeling very guilty for these uh, China things of uh, of the age because he, he, he is, is telling that uh, he is awake uh, the whole night. 
<laughs> and we should feel guilty in laughing about his outfit. <laughs> thank you. Don't you think so? I think. I think. I think. I'm, I'm I think so guilty now. No, we don't feel <laughs> guilty. Does, does he feel guilty when I'm going to bed at two in the morning or three? <laughs> Do you feel guilty, Francisca? You don't so like seriously kill the guilt thing. We are feeling fresh. If you're wearing half leg half leggings, whatever you're doing, we really at this point want to just say in a nice way we don't really care. Like we are all in the fashion industry and we know the pain yes. and we feel the this pain. Mad word. So you gotta put on your sunglasses and your high heels and just take it by the head. That's of all course. I can say. And, As always. And Edgy, you're welcome to do that too. So Francisca, who are you wearing and who made your clothes today? Today I wear a t-shirt from the Zara in uh, melange, uh, melange uh, grey and uh, a longuette, a black longuette and, uh, and red uh, vintage shoes from the Giancarlo Vicini collection. Mm, girl, you got it going, girl. What time, what time is it and what's the weather like? Jeez, <laughs> you sound like you're getting out of a Vogue shoot or getting into a Vogue shoot. I'm I'm uh, into the office. <laughs> I'm working, <laughs> packaging luggages and uh, packaging things. Francisca, I know you've got an I know you've got an assistant called Manuela who's doing the packaging. Don't even start with us. But anyway, ah, amazing. <laughs> for those of you guys who are tuning in for the first time, uh, this is the Fashion Lab where we dissect the business behind fashion. Uh, and a quick reminder to you, I've also got my favorite segment at the end of the show called "Who Would You Want to Dress and Why." So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's. We call that our red glass of red, you know, red vino. Wine, du vin rouge. C'est comme tu veux dire. You know, we can say it in 20 other languages. Francisca can give us a hash and then Edu will give us his, his vino. Rosa. And we also want to know it with the Niger flow as well. So let's wait for who would you want to dress so you guys can give us your different variations in your different languages before we pop that thing and get that last favorite thing going. Now keep your tweets coming. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We're on Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook, and we'd love to hear from you. Now, back to our conversation today, our special guests who are sitting here looking very anxious because, you know, they just want to jump in. Today is going to be mouthful, so everyone, put fasten your mouth belt, your mouth seat belts because and get your popcorn so that we also all slowly get our turns because I know today is going to be very heavy, uh, Francisca and Edgy. Now, we are discussing, we're obviously joined by, as we discuss this topic around Fashion Week, uh, and I say, I think for me, the most important reason as to why I thought this was a good time for this is because... Before we get into Fashion Week, SA Fashion Week next week, and obviously because this is a Fashion Week season too, I feel like it's also very important to say, you know what, we look at fashion and we come away, way back, you know, from the 60s all the way to today to 2017 and say, okay, fine, what is it that's going on differently? What is it that people are doing at Fashion Week? How do brands use this platform? Uh, has it become, is it still relevant in, in 2017 as it was maybe in the 90, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? So the conversation is just around really stirring up these conversations. Those who are tuned in, we would love to hear from you. So make sure that you send, keep your tweets coming, you know, keep the flow going. Uh, we are joined by a, a co-founder of Pear Zoo Clothing and 8th Avenue Online. She's co-founder and director. She's got over 20 uh, years experience in the fashion industry. Uh, she goes by the name of Monet Vivier. Uh, bienvenue. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> 
Well, welcome to the show, Monet. And you are not uh, exempt to this. I know you heard us asking what people are wearing. Who, what are you wearing today and who made your clothes? It's very important. I always wear our own brands. Uh, my gelée is um, from the Beach Blanket Babylon collection. And my palazzos are from the JMVB collection. And they were made by Nomsa and Dio. Wow, very good. So you're keeping it local? Always. Oh. I always only wear my own brands. Girl, keeping it local, keeping it self. <laughs> this is self-indulgence. Is that Ab- what it is? Absolutely. <laughs> do, you, do you deeply indulge in self? Very, very deeply. And you are not apologetic about it? Not at all. I, I look at my wardrobe. If there's not something that is working for me, you I... You get onto the machine. I get some fabric <laughs> and hand it over. There's a pattern. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. And by noon, I have something new. I love it. I love it. Well, welcome to the show and thank, thank you for you. joining us. Now, we have another special guest all the way from Botswana. Goes by the name of Lepang Ferguson. She's a communications and PR exec But besides that, she is a creative entrepreneur uh, She's definitely got lots and lots of years She's been over, over 12 years of experience in the game And uh, we've just met as well She's fabulous, looking very stunning in here in something I want to tell you what she's wearing, but wait <laughs> Welcome to the show, Lepang Thank you, Liz Thank you for joining us And then let's talk about who are you wearing Or what are you wearing and who made your clothes I love that I am wearing a jacket <coughs> by... Uh, um, anthropology that I got in San Francisco. I oh my God! This it. looks like anthropology <laughs> just ripped off Nani Babatunde from from the corner somewhere. <laughs> so it was one of the new ethical collections, and I just fell in love with it. It, re- it reminded me of home when mm. I was there. So I just I said I want this jacket, and I got it. And I'm wearing jeans by Country Road. Girl, your country road, uh, uh, San Francisco, all the way, and all of that, and that anthropology. Let's go here. Let me just make a comment, and yeah. this is not offense to anthropology. Anthropology, this is definitely an African-inspired piece. Absolutely. Because I'm looking at that batik work, and I just think about, I'm starting to think about the cloths mm. from back in the day. I think about the mud cloth and how they, you know... Introduce or bring in this prince mm. into the batik work. I think about so many other traditional fabrics. We'll have another day for traditional uh, textile or sort of what we call textile from the roots because people don't even know what these are. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. Thank Welcome to the show. And uh, yes, I think we're just going to go straight into our conversation today. I mean, like we've been talking about uh, Fashion Week. And the truth also is we're all experts uh, within this space. You guys bring a lot to the table, but I just thought... What better topic to have other than Fashion Week? Yeah. And because Edgy sits in New York, Francisca sits in Lisbon, you guys sit here. You sit in Botswana. And I am South from Africa. Kenya and I sit here, but mm-hmm. I can tell you a lot about what's going on the continent. Absolutely. This is the great uh, day that the Lord has made so we can rejoice in this conversation. So <laughs> let's talk about uh, a bit of your background. I'm going to start with Lepang. Yes. Just a bit of your background, what's mm-hmm. going on in Botswana. And let's talk about the Fashion Weeks because I know that your Fashion Weeks are not... Uh, I think the oldest fashion week right now in the continent is Lucila is uh, is SA Fashion Week, okay. which is I think turning nineteen or twenty this year. Twenty. Twenty this year, and big up. I mm-hmm. mean, I got my head up and my heels sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about Botswana and just a bit of your background and okay. what's happening in that space. Um, well, I don't spend that much time in Botswana anymore. I spend more time here. Um, but let me just give you a view of what the industry looks like there. Um, it's very small, very marginalized. Um, there is, you know, there, there are opportunities for, uh, for growth, but there's also a lot of, um, opportunities in terms of, um, designers getting more exposure. And I think there's also just an ecosystem problem that you find in South Africa or around the continent. 
So, um, you know, you find that because there is just less happening in any market. It's a very, very small country. Um, it's not that we don't expect a lot or big things to happen in a small country. But I think there's a lot of learning that needs to take place um, for the industry to catch up. So I think South Africa is a lot more advanced, has been doing it for quite a while. Um, the ecosystem is a little bit different, even though I, you know, I still feel that it's, it's still very small. It's still very fragmented. Um, so that's Botswana and that's South Africa um, and how I compare them. It's interesting. So how old is the Botswana Fashion Week now? Um, I, I am not sure how long fa- Fashion Week. I don't even, it's not um, a Botswana Fashion Week per se. There's different companies that do fashion shows or different types of fashion weeks. But they've been very, I think, inconsistent over the years as well. So I'm not sure if there's been a Fashion Week this year or last year. Because, um, you know, there, there's also a, a very limited communication surrounding those Fashion Weeks. So we hope that they can be revived soon. Mm. Mm. Let's talk about um, Monet. Let's talk about your experience a bit in the industry, and then obviously you're based here, but you've travelled a lot. You're very exposed. You've had a lot of experience touching on different aspects. What is your take? Who? What's first of all? What's your background, and what is your take on what Fashion Week actually means? Well, you know, to, I've been to in you and to people within sort of your level. Yes. Well, I've been in the fashion industry in and out for the last twenty years, and have been involved with numerous um, Fashion Weeks. Um, either on a production side or assisting other collections. And for me, on a personal level, um, I always feel like with with a lot of fashion and with the fashion weeks that they kind of want to um, continue with the whole Devil Wears Prada, misery, you've got to wear black, you've got to be miserable. You, Which fashion you know. week? No, come on. Okay. Like you know, with the with the trade <laughs> event now, you you can't wear color. Which one? This one coming. Which one? SA Fashion Week. Yes. No, come on. I wear color at SA Fashion Week. Big bold letters, no color. No, but I wear color. Well, I'm gonna then too. <laughs> I think that's rubbish. <laughs> but you know what? It's always the, you know, the the stark faces, the you know, trying to be on the fro and just. Look miserable You know We don't want to do that We want to have fun We want to laugh We want to cry We want to Be passionate about it Do you want to jump as well Because you know I've been to some fashion weeks here There's another one That I've gone to That I'm just like Oh my god I don't know if my jacket's Going to get stolen Or what's going to happen Because <laughs> people are cheering Like we're in a football match Literally And I'm like That is not fashionable <laughs> Now stop no. Like I don't want rules for fashion yeah. But please do not jump This is not soccer no, there was a, that, that I was I was at that event and it was certainly not pleasant. Um, <laughs> I didn't see you <laughs> because I was people were jumping and I was like almost ah. getting jumped over. But anyway, yeah, being dwarfed by yeah. the jumpers, despite <laughs> yes, the jumpers. Um, so what what we want to see is is a lot more interaction between the buyers and the collections and the designers because. From where we stand as 8th Avenue Online, where we have and do stock numerous of the designers who are showing this coming week, um, they appreciate and enjoy, well, enjoy is a very um, sort of marginal word because a lot of them are incredibly stressed at the moment. I spoke to two of them this morning, um, that being the House of Diva and Cis Isabel, um, hard at work trying to get their collections together, and, and I'm sure... 
you're also you should send them to me as we have wine where I where I, where my showroom is all, all we are doing is having wine singing songs humming songs and then we get through the day no stress we are too blessed to be stressed no stress that's fantastic send them to me that's I'll I'll bring them for wine only on from Friday. 7 p.m. only from 7 p.m. Oh, right okay so yes they they have expressed their um their involvement as being a one that is a marketing um strategy that exposes them to retail so that they can get their brands out there. Um, the, you know, the usual economic situations where, where cash is, is king is always difficult for them because a lot of these smaller designers don't have the necessary funds all the time to, to be able to just splash on a very expensive fashion show. So from that point of view, it is a sort of a, a closed club. Where you have to have the, the, uh, enough money, you have to have enough exposure to be allowed onto Fashion Week, and I think that might be somewhere where it's a little bit more difficult for smaller brands to get exposure because mm-hmm. you'd need to. It's a catch twenty two. You have to have the exposure to get more exposure, and of course, then if you have more exposure, you have more funds, so it becomes easier. But from the designers I've spoken to, everybody is eager, willing, interested, and they certainly know. No dwindling in interest mm. from their perspectives to not do um, Fashion Week. So before I go to Edgy and Francisca, what would you say, uh, Monet, is stre- why are people feeling stressed? I mean, I'm, I'm a bit, look, don't, I'm, you, you know, know, sometimes I've I got a bit of a thing going on, but I'm not like stressed. I'm just like, like I said, I'm drinking wine. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> well, that's how we deal with our stress. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people, I mean, not necessarily the, the two I mentioned earlier, but, um, Fashion designers can be a little bit airy fairy and they leave things to the last minute. And I think that adds to the stress levels. If you know, I've, when I've done collections, I'm, I'm not like that. I like to be prepared. I like to be early. So my, so you can be free and yes, and I can have my wine, you know, and I have a good time. Staying up at night and turning and tossing is, is not good for your creativity. And I like to get things done. I like to, it organized we are, we've been asked to collaborate on this fashion week so for the last couple of days i've been pulling designs and twirling and pattern cutting and throwing duchess satin at, <laughs> at dio and saying do something make it happen <laughs> so as we speak i'm i've got i've got two wonderful people busy <coughs> stitching like crazy mm-hmm. um and then i get back and pull a collar off and they change the sleeve and but that's the that's the fun part and mm. if there's a bit more prep then i think everybody will enjoy that fun mm. thank you so much that's very there's some very key points that you've made before i also give my feedback and get all, all of our feedback on those um edgy and francisca let's start with francisca what uh would you say uh you, whether it's not you directly, but just working in the industry, Francisca, because you do, uh, you are a fashion agent for a couple of fashion weeks and you obviously see how brands behave Sorry, and stuff. Lisa, I'm not, I'm not listening, uh, you know, in, in the right way. I, I, I hear a lot of interactions. I don't know if it's possible to okay. can repeat. You, can you repeat, please? So, so what I was going to say, Francisca, can you hear, oh, can you hear, hear me you. now better? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying is within your capacity working with brands as a fashion agent for some fashion weeks and working with a lot of brands, how do you see or what to sort of, what do you see around fashion week time, especially when it comes to the brands and how they are behaving and what's happening? How does it happen for you 
within the European side of life, especially for the fact that you're very exposed and you can definitely see what's going on around uh, during Fashion Week? Well, every Fashion Week is a, is an universe, a unique universe, and uh, every every brand uh, reacts in a, in a different way. I can tell you that uh, I see different ways to to act with this, and uh, there are very pl- very good planned uh, um, brands that uh, it's like uh, nothing is going to happen, nothing special is going to happen. They are totally. Um, um, almost, almost working in other things because they, everything is very well organized and everything is uh, is pushed out somehow. Uh, other brands, and uh, I'm in this group <laughs> also. I live uh, fashion uh, fashion weeks in this uh, in this form. Um, are up to the end of the of the catwalk. Are uh, are living everything, uh, every every single uh, moment, every single needle, every single stitch uh, uh, you need to put uh, uh, before the catwalk and before the start uh, captures you totally. And so it's very stressful. It's very, of course, it's amazing. It's an amazing experience. But it's also uh, the unique moment in the season that you have the chance to uh, deal with uh, your producers, your um, your tailors, your buyers, and uh, everybody is around your business. So it's very exciting. Okay, that's that sounds good. That sounds very easy compared to what we are dealing with on this side. Um, and Edgy, let's cross over to Edgy. Um, and Edgy, I'll also say this. Uh, I remember when we came for Fashion Week. Was it last year? And we were trying all. To, I was like, Edgy, please, you should have lined this up. Where's Bibu? Where's who? Where are the interviews? You're like, Liz, they can't talk. They can't talk. They're not available. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? He's like, Liz. Edgy's like, Liz. They're not available. They're not available about three, four, five, six, seven weeks before. And then I was like, what are they doing? Edgy, let's come to you. Let's talk about that from your end. Well, I'm kind of, I was a bit surprised that um, in South Africa, you guys have that much time, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was listening. I'm thinking, wow. I mean, it can't happen here. It's just impossible. I, even no matter how hard you work and you think you've, you've left nothing, are you prepared? There's nothing. How do you prepare for it? You know, like, you have such a busy schedule. Um, n- normally, especially being in New York, and then you have hmm. these three weeks or whatever, six weeks to prepare for everything. And it's just, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's impossible. Uh, but, I, but that's the fun of it, though. That's the beauty of it. Like, that one minute, that, that, window of time that you are just in a pressure cooker uh, but then you know in that window who you are um, that this is your this is your this is your job you know um, yeah it's 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 impossible to be um, to be really to have some serenity during that time here hmm. there's just so much um, there's so many multiple fashion shows and fashion week organizers and then you have to choose the one that accepts you and then you have to prepare for that and yeah it just between the logistics 
of the design of, of the collection itself and the, the 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 venues and everything it's 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 hard to 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 have any kind of peace or calm before the storm it's just one huge storm that goes on until fashion week is over um but for us that's the beauty though that's what we live for yeah I we think, don't really have go ahead i think i was gonna say do you guys just like become like like eggs and you're so fragile like oh my gosh i need like 12 weeks what are you needing 12 <laughs> what are you guys doing for like what are you doing why can't you just be like alive and do like everything that we like we even do things <laughs> like we're doing so many other things and then like you just bring like i promise when i was in new york edge was just stressing me from the whole thing of they're busy. They're busy. I was like, what are they busy doing? What time in the day? They're, he's like, no, Liz, they're not available. I'm like, but, what are they doing? Are you looking at the dress four times? You're not just times? preparing for New York, though. <laughs> you're not just preparing for New York, though. You're preparing, you're preparing oh, yeah. for all the, con- the, the, all the, the following fashion weeks. And then you're preparing for market, you know? Um, so it's, Guys, I just want to say for those who are tuned in now, just a quick thing about the history of Fashion Week, which was initially called Press Week. Now, Fashion Week began in New York City in 1943 during the World War II. And the fashion fashion shows of Paris were actually canceled because of Nazi occupation, making it impossible for U.S. journalists to travel to France for fashion inspiration. I just thought that it would be nice to uh, share some of this uh Little bits and pieces. Now think about the 1800s where you had private salon shows in Paris. And then you go to 1943 mm-hmm. where New York Fashion Week comes in. You've got Elena Lambert creating Fashion Press Week in New York. Then in 1958 you have Milan Fashion Week. Milan Fashion Week gets its start and the National Chamber for Italian Fashion. Then you go to 1903 where the first U.S. fashion show at Erich Brothers Department Store was went down. Then you go all the way to 1945, where I wonder what they were doing between 1903 and 1945, but anyway, we'll talk about that. because it was very Okay, it was stressful after the war. Okay. So 1945, you have Paris Fashion Week and you've got seasonal collections required by the first uh, Chambre Syndicat de la Haute Couture. Uh, We're going to Mm -hmm. have to have a show on this uh, fashion lab, for those of you who are tuned in again, to define what haute couture is. Because if I hear one more designer saying they are haute couture, I will follow up. And they are not. (laughs) We need to redefine, explain to... And the good thing is with Fashion Lab, what we do is we edutain. You're going to laugh a bit, but you need to come out with some information just so that you know... Educate. Yes. Yes. Edutain. That's it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Educate is too hardcore. No one wants to be educated anymore. <laughs> so let's just entertain them. Yeah. Perfect. And the thing with that is it also gives you some sort of idea so that you know that when you start positioning yourself as a brand, as you continue to grow, don't call yourself haute couture. Do you even know what haute couture means? Then you can't even pronounce it. So don't, don't use that word if you don't know what it is. Anyway, that was 1945 Paris Fashion Week. Then you move to 1973 where you have Paris Fashion Week organized under the French Fashion Federation. Then you move to 1980 where London Fashion Week founded by the British Fashion Council goes down. So that's just a bit of a quick uh, sort of movement around what was happening between 1800s and that time of the 1900s. Now, to go on with this conversation, um, let's come back to you, Monty. Uh, SA Fashion Week is about to happen. Are you 
perform? Are you showcasing anything as a brand as well, or are you doubling up, or are you collaborating with any other brand? Are you are you are you showing anything from yes, your? Yes, we are. Um, and I'm I'm assuming you're speaking to me because my name's not Monty. Monet. No, Monet. No, sorry. <laughs> so, so, okay, sorry. The, okay, the Monty is because yesterday Jane called you Monty. I was like, well, Monzi. No, whatever she called you, I was like, that sounds very different. So I went back. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's going on? I was like, let me see this name. Maybe I spelled it wrong. And it said Money, Money. So I kept on saying, but this is Money. Where is the Monty? So then she explained to me that nobody can pronounce your name. Yeah, it's a strange So you get called Monty and then you... Monzi. That's a nickname Jane conjured up and it's stuck. Liz is so busy. She's still stuck in yesterday. I know, right? She's always like (laughs) hectic. in the present, you've got to be here now. Okay, let's talk. Money, I will not... Jane needs to stop using that crazy name. Let's talk about yes. what's happening and what we can expect. Especially well, you know what? Our, our own brands, which is Beach Blanket Babylon, JMVB, and uh, another collaboration, which is Posh and Dolls, those are all very new brands. We've, not, um, we've been focusing so much of our energy on launching our 8th Avenue online store. And, of course, then we have our monthly trunk shows and we do markets and all kinds of things to expose our designers. And my focus has really been on getting the exposure for our young designers. Mm-hmm. And with Peizu being an, a design incubator, that is really where I've pushed my my attention and my energy. Now that it's sort of starting to get momentum and it's been fortified also with our wine, um, <laughs> um, I have more time to spend on our own brands. And with these brands coming to life, what has happened is that uh, other designers have asked us to collaborate. So we are doing a collection of shirts that will be um, presented on the show for the House of Diva and um, quite outlandish. Some of them are, are absolutely exquisite. And that is our entrance into SA Fashion Week for, for this year. And I can't focus when you're throwing that thing in my face. <laughs> <laughs> that was our selfie in studio But anyway, I think that's um, fantastic And so it definitely, I look forward to seeing What you guys, what did you say, Beach Babylonian What? Beach Blanket Babylon That's Whoa. our resort collection That's just like very Babylon beach Whoa, beach That sounds blanket. very whew, I feel like I'm there. in Jamaica very again <laughs> But yes, very paradise <laughs> So that's very interesting, congratulations on what you guys are doing Thank And the you. fact that also you've been able to pull out Some of the brands that you guys stock To be able to just push them further than just stocking them I think that's what I really love about What you guys do with 8th Avenue Online Where you just kind of use your resources To go beyond just We stock this brand yeah. And you identify the talent Or the skill And you nurture them And that you also help them uh, get themselves to the next level by making making sure you also look out for platforms that they could fit in Absolutely. to get them to that next. It's mm-hmm. you know what we we really are a, a a little family, and when we have our trunks, it's very obvious to see that this is not about essentially making money and trying to get sales. It's about having fun. Designers tend to be so isolated yeah. without sounding boards yeah. and, and partners that they can talk to that when they are at the trunk shows, this becomes an environment where they can speak to each other, they can throw ideas around. We have jewelry, so next thing you know, somebody is getting a collection of, of handbags made um, to assist with a collection. So it really is a very symbiotic relationship where <coughs> everybody can work together 
drink together, play yeah. together, have fun together. Everybody's together. every absolutely yeah. and everybody's trying on everybody else's clothes. You know, it's great one great big fashion show. Yeah. And which is divine because all of a sudden, um Somebody from somebody will see part of the Syme collection, mm-hmm. and they'll try on an iconic design mm-hmm. and match that up with, with the Yana's, you know. So, all of a sudden, different body types, um, different age groups—they yeah. all try on the same clothing, and all of a sudden, they realize how, you know, how absolutely versatile mm. something is. And it, when you pair it with with um, something else, it all of a sudden becomes alive. Yeah. And that is a fantastic experience. Everybody is having so much fun. And our next one's on the 28th. Everybody, please pop in for some wine. Me, I'm in. I know. I'm always in. This, I love you guys because you take care of me. It doesn't matter where. I could be in Montego Bay and like suddenly it's like Lisa's pop-up shop and then there's people playing with my dresses and like I'm like, oh, wow, yes. this thing yeah. is actually going down. So we appreciate that. Now, I want to come to uh, Lepang. We're coming back to you, but okay. just quickly, just around the table, what do we? we wh- wh- how do we feel? When I was having a conversation with a close friend yesterday, she said to me that she actually does not know if there is any more value in Fashion Week mm. for a brand. <laughs> and I know that that's a very generic statement to make, but this is her saying and making sure Liz, make sure you bring it up at the show today, so you guys can also just kind of share your insights around it. Um, she feels that Fashion Week has no more uh, real benefits. So mm. thinking about it for what its its purpose was, and I know it's very broad because Fashion Weeks, there's so many. I mean, I'll tell you how many Fashion Weeks we have in the world in just a few minutes. But the fact that, you know, you've got Fashion Weeks happening, you've got designers relying on this and putting their back into it because this is like that time of the year where you want to make sure you're present – what does it mean? Do you feel like it is losing its value? A lot of brands today, like if you ask me why I'm showing at Fashion Week, I still can't answer that. Ask me maybe in 20 minutes. Give me 15 minutes. Ask me again. But I feel like it's also like, so there's like this whole mix of FOMO. And now this is me personally talking. Yeah. I'm not a FOMO, you know, I'm not a FOMO, FOMO, um, uh, what do you call it? FOMO. I'm not a formal formal formation. Participant. Yes, participant. <laughs> formation. I am a victim. <laughs> yes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need formal in my life. But I just feel like sometimes uh the formal it goes beyond uh people. So I'm not a people pleaser necessarily, yeah. but I just think that uh business and uh when you think about business and its relevance and then visibility, mm-hmm. uh the leverage that you get and the PR, I actually call Fashion Week a PR exercise and that's why I think that's my main reason to do it. Yeah. I do not expect anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm only going in to make sure that in twenty uh, autumn winter twenty eighteen you can look at a reference and see what Lee's was talking about with this denim collection mm-hmm. and it's just good for my reference. So beyond that, I don't know what else, but this is my PR exercise that I am happy to invest in because yes. this is my brand. Visibility is, impos- is important. And even though we're on social media, even though we make noise and do all of these private things, yeah. I feel like without finding a time to do this, mm-hmm. it would be doing injustice to mm-hmm. myself. And maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's I talk think about... You have to- Sorry. I think you have to look at it from... You remember when you said it's it's a press week, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. before it started that. You have to look at it from that point. But press for what? You know? Mm. I think when you... <laughs> you know? Uh, that's where you find... So in America today, we live in this era of alternative facts, you know, where you can decide something is it's true, but it's not true. You know? Um, mm. 
Fashion Week is it's very important. You know, it's evolving, but the importance would never go away because it's not just for the press, though. It's it's it it kind of puts buyers in one place. You know, either they're saying they may be sitting at home and you're live streaming it to them, or they are in a location where you've invited them to. But buyers are a bigger player in Fashion Week than press. You know, I agree um, with Benji. Yes, so it's so important to to have a fashion week. That's where it's so relevant. I want to say, I want to just say something, Edgy, before you go on. Sorry, because I'm going to forget. Buyers are more important than press, and that's why you. That's what you're saying. My, what I'm saying, sitting here in terms of on the seats. Yeah, but. But for me, my thing is, if you have 20 buyers on the seats who are not buying this rubbish, you might as well have PR and let the PR make noise so that you can actually create that hype and get new introductions or new associations or new uh, exposure. Because, and I, and we will also listen to, uh, Francisca's two cents, but I will tell you for sure right now, buyers sitting, 20 Mm -hmm. buyers on the front seat of your front row of your show Mm -hmm. with one of them buying who's already actually stalking you Mm -hmm. versus PR. I would rather take any day. I will take PR. Fill my whole front with PR. They are not random buyers, though. It's not. not Edgy, let me explain. Let me explain. They are your buyers. Edgy, let me explain to you. When you want to expand, you want to make sure that you incorporate or you get intro. You 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 get a new cash. The point of Fashion Week is not for me personally. Is not to say, let me call all my buyers to come to the front row for what? They're already stalking me. They already believe in my brand. They already sell my brand. What are we? What do I need them there for? But that's one of the reasons why I think it's so crazy that. The designers on our fashion weeks are, are pressurized and so much pressure is put on them to sell their own tickets. Mm. Now, what on earth would I want to sell my own tickets to my own people who are already stocking me? I want to but, s- but you know, when you sell the tickets, you're actually not even selling them to buyers, you're selling yes, them to the public. Let, but let's, before we lose, Edgy is feeling lost. Edgy, we are <laughs> Sorry, let me come back to you so you can finish your point. All I wanted to say, Edgy, is give me 20 buyers. I'm talking about me in my position in Africa where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. Give me 20 buyers on the front row as an option or 20 PR headliners as an option. I'll take the PR because they'll get the buyers. Magazine editorial right there. They will get me the buyers. They will not. The PR is so strong that people will hear about you without being at the show. The buyers who are sitting there who have decided they want to buy from wherever they buy from wherever, they're not interested in you. They are there anyway to just see. But they, if they've made their decision or if their mindset mm-hmm. is really focused. And I know a lot of buyers who just don't. I have done a lot of exercises in this place because I don't just sit on my backside and make noise. Trust me, when I'm making noise, I'm making noise because I'm like, listen, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I have reached out to buyers in different ways here. I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to let you speak, Edgy, in a minute. But I'm just saying out of my experience, and I know that we are talking different demographics, different fashion weeks, different buyers, Personally, for me, give me 20 people on PR and then they'll get the buyers for me. That's just all I'm saying. Come back to, come back to what you were saying now, Edgy. Come. I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is when you look at the buyer press equation, right? One thing is, one thing is more constant than the other. The buyer is more constant. The press is, press has evolved so much that the designer actually doesn't really need that photographer sitting there and taking a picture for him. It's not a photographer. No, just (laughs) the press and the photography is the same. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but the, he doesn't really need that person that much anymore because he can generate that himself now, you know? Exactly. He can, he can yeah. live stream it. But the PR is beyond the photographer. The PR is beyond the photographer. Mm. I'll tell you another thing. PR for me, the biggest, the PR that I will need, that if you gave me a choice and said, please choose, mm -hmm. I will say, please bring the bloggers. Yeah. Forget the magazines, forget, I'm, and I'm yeah. not, I'm just saying, Actually, what we have to remember is demographically yeah. and how we are wired and how we play is also different. What yeah. you do in New York may work in New York, but may not work somewhere else. Yes. So all I'm saying is the reason we're having this conversation today is to hear how does it work for you? How does it work in Europe? How does it work in Africa? Mm. And then see what do we expect? How are we going to make change or how are we going to make better our positioning, especially if you're actually continuing to focus on making sure that you're present at Fashion Weeks mm -hmm. or you're participating at Fashion Weeks yeah. because you still feel there's value to it. Um, you were saying earlier, mm -hmm. Liz, that you don't really like things that are formal, right? Um, but, it, you know, internationally, the industry in terms of Fashion Week um, can be pretty formal uh, to, the, to the level that it's actually formalized what is informal. Things like blogging have become so formal now because they realize the need for bloggers to be involved in Fashion Weeks as part of media and it's also and i think when yes. we talk about media uh on it from from a global context okay we might be talking about media in europe and then media in africa the context of media and how media is is used and how it's sold and the kind of um and the kind of uh conversations that are within uh media groups or even um um you know whether it's print whether it's television is is all different so there's different conversations about the fashion industry and fashion weeks that are happening um in different countries and um you know one of our biggest maybe challenges i would say on the continent is that it, it, maybe let's look at buying because you've been you've been so about you know talking about buying and how you don't you don't need those buyers because you feel that those buyers are you know are already within your network i need them mm -hmm. but some of them already know they're not buying from yes, you so i'm just exactly. saying i need them either way we need them a That's lot of the, the formal part of buying i think um internationally and i was i think i told you a little bit earlier about um what's happening in china looking at maybe shanghai fashion week which has just been happening um this this past week is that uh, buyers are more you know they are more objective when it comes to how they buy um and they and they are more well-rounded so it's not people who are just in retail coming in and buying but it's it's buyers who understand the entire context of the industry and where it's going from a media point of view, from a partnership point of view, from a sourcing, even sourcing point of view, where things are sourced. So buying um, is not just about where someone works, works for a retailer and just comes in and says, oh, I'm going to buy this for this particular, you know, for retailer X. But they are more objective on the, on global, on the global language of fashion. So they're looking at sustainability, ethical standards. They're looking at even to the, to the level where um, Ch Chinese designers have been educated. So you're looking at um, you know, China is, is very instrumental right now because they, they've also been going through such a huge shift. So the shift is turning more to retail as opposed to turn, as opposed to manufacturing because manufacturing is starting to happen in other countries because it's becoming so, um, expensive in China as well. So now China is focused on retail. So designers are becoming more in demand. So there's a huge emerging market happening and buyers are becoming more, um, more in demand as well. So, but they're very objective buyers who look at everything because they understand that they work in a global industry. Some um, retailers or even independent retailers won't buy certain designs based on certain aesthetics, um, such as, you know, where you're getting, where you're sourcing 
things. So we don't even think about that. So we just take satin and we take, you know, we take linen and then we make a dress and then it's on the catwalk. No, whereas, you know, no, no, whereas, no. Uh, whereas, no. Give us more credit. So, no, no, that was, no, this is, that was 10 sorry, years ago. It's still, ha- it's still really happening. It's still, re- it's still really happening today. But I think designers now more educated. African designers are more educated about their choices of, of fabrics and colors and trends and things like that. But there's still also, um, there's a, a level of not, of, of it not being as formal, um, as it is in most, um, you know, uh, locations such as Shanghai, New York, Paris, where there is, you know, it's very difficult in those markets to look at different trends in buying. So we, we are not maybe looking at the different trends in buying. So, um, if we can go back to, to the media as well, media has changed. Uh, and media is anybody. You are media, Liz. I mean, you're in Fashion Lab right yes. now. So you are part of playing the, um, the, agree, the totally. play, playing part of the media part of fashion. And I think that yeah. everyone today uh, who who's within the fashion industry doesn't matter which part, uh, which which aspect of fashion that you're you're in. Whether you're in retail, whether you're in showcasing, whether you're in buying, manufacturing, sourcing, you actually play a part within media. And I think that is something Absolutely. that we need to start looking at and focusing on, uh, and and not looking at buying only as a central part of getting designers' um, uh, clothing sold. We need to actually look at um, as all of us within the ecosystem as part of contract Contributing towards the sales of fashion. Wow, girl, what's your name again? (laughs) Can we have you next week? (laughs) No, it's good. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful input, and it also expands. And that's why the reason, also for me, what I appreciate is when you have many heads in the studio. Yeah, it's easy to have the conversations and really spread them apart and bring in uh, sense and direction. Uh, from different, uh, you know, different uh, points of view yes. and perspectives, That's which right. we have to appreciate because one head cannot can only think one way. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, and this ties in with the fashion revolution of who made my clothes, who made my textiles. That's right. You know, where, where do so they important. come from? Where do the Absolutely. raw materials come from? We're becoming more conscious. Absolutely, and it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And there's the, the movement in South Africa is taking off, yeah. and people want to know, and we want to. To tell people yeah. where things are coming from. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the educators are also really, um, they are at a level where they need to understand also, um, the global thought. And the, and the revolution yeah. of it. Otherwise, and they'll that's be stuck. That's it. Because designers then go on their own tangent, which is really, um, it, it's, it contradicts where the world it's is going. Counterintuitive. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Edgy and Francisca, what do you say so that we, what I want to hear from you. And again, just finally, when we all finish, before we go to who would you want to dress and why? Because we are just about. <laughs> Uh, I would love to hear from you also what you feel. Do you even feel, let's, let's go back to the, the point or the question that I posed, which was around, uh, do we feel or is fashion week relevant today? Is it something well, that as a brand today in this world playing and trading that you feel is very important for brands to continue to pursue? Or is it the choice of the fashion week or what, 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 let's talk about that so we can wrap that up and get to the next, uh, thing. From my point of view, um, the, the, the Fashion Week uh, has a, a still the function of strengthening the connections. Uh, connections, uh, direct connections. Uh, when you can uh, uh, laugh with, uh, with a customer or uh, have a coffee with a, with a manufacturer and negotiate uh, some, some prices, some talking about uh, some 
some things uh, uh, about uh, the the production and uh, uh, the the main the main function now of the fashion week of every fashion week is to create new contents to upload in the media then uh, from my point of view, what, uh, what you name uh, PR now is a blogger, trendsetter, media in general, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, whatever, whatever. Um, whatever is our PR, uh, is uh, the, the PR of, uh, of our brand in the end. I come from, uh, from an experience from this, uh, this week, a very mediatic week for me, uh, when, I, when I styled and dressed uh, um, a journalist here in Portugal. And in the same week, in three different events, this jumps, uh, the jumpsuit and uh, the total look of her uh, was, uh, was out, came out. And uh, in three moments, uh, in the media here in Portugal, everybody talked about my outfit. And this was great. This is why I think uh, the PR mm. is um, is, uh, uh, is, is is a person. Is the is a very important thing. person. Is, but, is the uh, biggest thing you need, right uh, now. You need uh, communications yeah. uh, that works uh, in different planes, in different uh, in different uh, other ways, mm. in the socials, uh, TV, radio. Uh, Whatever, whatever is 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 your peer. Thank you, Francisca. Edgy, uh, your parting shots on this conversation. I know you're dying, but just be alive. <laughs> we'll give you wine. No, no, I'm I'm alive. I'm I'm listening to everything. I'm taking all the perspectives. And um, I mean, a fashion week remains extremely relevant uh, in the new ways that it is right now. It is not the way it used to be, and would continue to change. But the relevance would not change. Just it puts buyer, designer viewer everybody together in one spot yeah. either it's virtually or on the ground so it remains very relevant well guys this has been our conversation around fashion week i think some of these conversations just need like a year but anyway mm. this has been this conversation <laughs> it's so important and for all of those of you, those of you designers who are uh, embarking on next week's Fashion Week uh, at SA Fashion Week. I wish you all the best. We wish you all the best from here. Uh, it's such a very profound point. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of really good points around, uh, but one of the big ones that I would want to just re-emphasize on uh, that Monty dropped was when you're stressed as a brand today, right now, because you're showing in three days, as because of if you did not prepare early, honestly, that there's other stresses that can come. But mm -hmm. the one of not preparing early and then feeling stressed now, now for you, that's all we can say. Just go drink wine again. <laughs> that's going to be your remedy for a lot of things. But I think really all we are doing is wishing you the best and also just giving you an opportunity to once you listen to the show. So just kind of think about the direction that you're going what's so important for your fashion brand based on your brand journey and then just jumping onto whatever it is that makes you feel like this is going to be the next thing yeah. but PR Baba Edgy Baba Edgy PR is power eh? <laughs> PR is power and yeah. we are not we didn't say that you didn't say that I'm just saying that for those who are making decisions between buyers and whoever else that's this is your this is your time to shine. So make your decisions and think about it well. Now, uh, before we go into who would you want to address and why, Monty, how can our listeners who want to connect with you connect? Well, first of all, um, secondly, it's money. 
Sorry, now you know Jane. Moli, Moli. Oh, now no, this is ridiculous. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Can you just like we're gonna scratch that out? Gosh, we, Monet Vivier. Excuse-moi. Excuse-moi. Ah. So they can connect with us through Instagram on um, telephones, homing pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just maybe give a handle or a website? Yes, <laughs> it's Eighth um, Avenue, Eighth Avenue Online, and we're on Facebook, Eighth Avenue Online. Um, we have monthly trunk shows at Campbell House in Waverley. The next one's on the 28th. The Ca- best sip, trunk show. socialize, and have some fun. Um, I just want to, if I can, quickly just make a note um, about the, the relevance of Fashion Week. I think it's a perfect uh, opportunity to create content for your social media. Mm. You know, um, yeah. everything is so expensive and photo shoots are so expensive. And if you add all of those things up, mm-hmm. it's probably cheaper just to do Fashion Week. And you can create so much content and have so much exposure. I think it's a fantastic thing. It's yep. beautiful. Right. Thank you, guys. Now, we have to go to that time uh, of the day. So just let me tell you what we are doing right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it is called, Who Would I You Want to Dress and Why? So... <laughs> Uh, we are going to, uh, literally going to start with, uh, we're going to start with Lepang. Oh, Who why, would you want to dress and why? Why would you want to, st- why did you start with me? Okay, let's start with, <laughs> let's start with Monet. Monet Viviere. You know what? Moi. There is a wonderful, wonderful woman that I would love to dress. Yeah. Her name is Iris Upfill. She's mm-hmm. a New Yorker. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure how old she is. I know she's. Oh, she's the 90 year old woman. Yes. yes. With the large glasses. With large, she, she's yeah. a, she's just, an interior designer. Yes. She yep. is the most magnificent yep. woman and she has such flair and mm-hmm. such grace and absolute, uh, a, 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 a personality of opulence. Yeah. And I think it would just be the most wonderful thing to be able to dress somebody who can wear clothes and who's proud mm-hmm. and who loves color and mm-hmm. who's just taking life one gorgeous outfit at a time. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Lepang, okay. who would you want to dress? Well, I don't think a, a particular personality, but I would really want to dress a corporate woman. I think sometimes we get stuck um, in what we define as corporate and going to work. And then people end up just in the same stuff every single day and just tired and they're just tired of their own wardrobes. And I just think that we're African, we're creative. We've got so much, um, you know, so much um, authentic um, capability that we can do almost anything when it comes to our, cre- uh, our creativity when we're going to work, regardless of how formal it is. Um, so I would definitely want to address um, women who are just in, a, in an office where they feel sometimes bored and don't want to go there, where they feel good about going to work. Wow. Yeah. Francisca, who would you want to dress and why today? I would like to dress um, a customer uh, that I knew last week. And she gave me a uh, uh, Mozambican Capulana and uh, told me, create whatever you want for me. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, uh, this is what it. I'm going to do. <laughs> so that's what you're going to do. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll be checking well, out we'll on check Instagram that out. to yeah. see that. Thank We'd you. Love to see it. Okay. Yes. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why besides yourself and none of us, please? Just none of us and none of well, you. Well, yesterday I went to this event. It's called Polished Men. Uh, it's for kids, uh, like an event that men do, a charity for men against child abuse. And I saw this lady that was uh, playing the piano um, at the event. 
and she had this amazing vintage dress, like the most beautiful vintage dress I've ever seen, actually. And believe it or not, the first person I thought of was Liz. So I'm sorry to disappoint you, but what? I think <laughs> having you on that dress, I mean, in that dress. Would, would you know what I love? Insane. You're a trickster. You come with the tricks and then we get caught up and then it's me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> mine. But that was what I thought, though. Okay. I was like, Liz in that dress. Well, at least send me the thing so I can mm. approve. Otherwise, I'll just remove this segment. No, I'm playing. But anyway, today, <laughs> today I want to dress two people. And you're going to have to excuse me why. I never do that. The first group of people I want to dress is Fashion Week attendees. Mm. And I want to say that uh, the reason I'm going to want to dress them is because, uh, for example, I don't wear black. If you tell me to come to your Fashion Week and wear black, I will not. I will wear red. I'm coming anyway. If you tell me to wear, you know, I don't think, I think that fashion is freedom. And I think that that's yeah. my whole thing. So fashion uh, attendees for fashion weeks who are feeling like they're confused because some of them look like they, they dropped from hell. Some of them look like they dropped, they were dragged by the river by some bass into like some sort of pothole. So I would want to dress them so they can feel comfortable, feel fresh and still be extremely uh, creative and free because that's what fashion is about. The second person I want to dress and I want to uh, just send an, uh, a moment, just give a moment of silence to her is the late Jenny Andrews. I really wanted to dress her before she passed and her mm. passing came so quick. She was our beloved South African stylist and consultant yeah. and I just want to do a moment of silent silence for her. Okay, that's our moment. She was amazing and I thought, I mean she's so chic, she's so fresh, but Such anyway. A loss, yeah. But anyway guys, it's that time of the of the time to go. So please like I said, for those of you who are wondering, go drink wine. You might come up with a plan. We are going to see you at Fashion Week. I'm excited about Fashion Week. I'm actually showing at Fashion Week as well. <laughs> 25th Wednesday, 25th October, 6 p.m. If you know what's better for you, get your tickets at CompuTicket. Uh-huh. You see us come and say hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we will see everyone else. It's fashionlabafrica.com where we hold it down if you want to reach out to us. Otherwise, peace and love. Until next week, thank you to all of you. Thank, thank you. you. This is cliffcentral.com.